0: Hello, and welcome to Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate, a show about buying and selling homes in Montana and the power realtors and power lenders that make that happen. We are your hosts, Colleen Wood. And I'm Alicia Retz. Each week, we will discuss the housing market,
1: how to navigate it, and what questions you need to be asking yourself along the way. But that's not all.
0: We will also dive into how to navigate the ins and outs of being leaders in business and how to build a robust and dynamic team within that business and navigating the world as a career-driven professional, all while raising a family.
1: Join us as we share our highs and lows in real estate, business ownership, and motherhood.
0: Hello. Hi, girl. Dude, you are looking good. What are you doing? Oh my gosh. I'm so excited about this. Okay, tell me everything. Okay, whatever it is, I'm in. Okay, so all of us ladies out there, we've tried every stinking diet on, known to man, and we lose weight and then we gain it all back. It's this stupid yo-yo thing. It's so annoying. It's so annoying I and mean, so frustrating. Bodies, but
1: also, I feel better being lighter. It's not. I even, just feel just better. Not, it's not even the vanity. I just no. Yeah, I feel better walking around lighter.
0: L- My clothes are looser. My I just feel. Better. I'm just yeah.
1: Well, you have a killer body always,
0: but thank you. Talk to me. Yeah. What's your your secret? Okay, so I'm doing this fitness challenge, and you guys, it has never, ever, ever been enough for me to like do all the right things just to for the goal to be to lose weight or to look better. That's never been enough for me. You need a bigger goal. I need a bigger goal. I'm money driven. That's just what it is. A lot of us (laughs) in this industry are are financially motivated, and there's a fifty thousand dollar price tag or, or uh, winnings at the end of this, if you win. And then second place is 10,000. Wait,
1: wait, 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 wait. Okay. So where'd you sign up? What is this it's thing? It's
0: through First Form.
1: Okay. It's so what's, First Form. Is it like an app?
0: Um, yeah, they have an yeah. app and it's amazing. It allows you, it helps you track your food and they you have an advisor and you plug your food in and you're tracking your macros and your steps and your... Gosh, they I'm have so workout programs with, and all this stuff and i'm like god damn it i'm gonna win because i'm okay. i can run after money all day long how many people are i have no idea i don't want to know oh my gosh! there's one it's me and i'm gonna win <laughs> <laughs>
1: is it a is it, uh, percentage of body fat? I don't it know. Pounds? It's just
0: overall improvement is what it is. Oh, and so it's great. judged. So you're taking pictures and stuff, which are really, you know, not so pretty, but you're taking pictures and then they're looking at your overall improvement. So I'm really hustling with that. I feel really, really good. When does it end? Uh, it's eight weeks and I'm two weeks in, <gasps> Girl! so I'm a quarter way done, but I love it. I, I actually really, really love lifting. No. I honestly I feel powerful lifting it's one of my favorite
1: things that I do yeah. I didn't even do it when I was playing professional sports yeah I just worked out did what I had to do yeah but now that I'm getting older and now we're getting close to 40 that we what are getting are close to, to do, 40 lift
0: yeah and I it's feel good for good. Our bodies
1: and I do feel more powerful walking around when I yeah
0: lift. yeah when well, you can just feel your body engaging when just doing basic things, like even just walking to feel like your butt tucking underneath of you and your shoulders coming back and your body being strong enough to hold yourself together like that. I'm loving it. I'm hoping I'm trying to build a new lifestyle around it and I feel really good. I'm hydrated, I'm rested and I'm not hungry. So Isn't that weird? When I work out, I eat less. Yeah, I, mean, I, I feel like it, everyone else is opposite, but I'm the same way. Yeah, I'm. I'm not hungry. It's because I'm eating protein.
1: Oh yeah. It's because
0: I'm eating protein, and and so I mean, I I was seriously short on protein. So Damn, like, I'm all about the carbs. Okay, well we're checking in back in in six weeks. You better win that fifty thousand. I'm gonna win that fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> I I mean, I totally can run after a paycheck. That that is right up my alley. So I told my husband, and he was like, I don't even worry that you're not gonna win that because. <laughs> He's like, I know you are. And I'm like, I'm so focused so I can win $50,000. Even 10000 would be great. Yeah, heck yeah. I'll take $10,000. Exactly. Should we do like a giant check when you win and take yeah. a
1: picture with you in a bikini and high heels? Maybe. I'm in. We're doing it. <laughs> I'll even get a crown and, and a, sash. a tan.
0: And a tan. They're going to have to be a tan first.
1: <laughs> Done. Okay, let's get on topic. So okay. basically, what is your lender doing to help you win contracts? Oh my gosh. This is
0: so big. We have mm-hmm. talked about this a little bit before. Yeah. So yeah, what is your. Oh what my are gosh. You doing? This market is so bananas right now. And don't you feel like you're out there fighting the battle by yourself sometimes when yes. you're trying to get your, your poor buyers under contract or trying to help your agents get their buyers under contract? Wouldn't it be great to have somebody that was linking arms with you yes. to help you?
1: Um, so i mostly am doing listings, but when I get a call, like I'll get an offer in, 10 minutes later, I'll get a call from a lender happens very rarely, but when it happens, I'm just like, yes, it makes me look harder at the offer. It makes this per this lender is on top of it. And it, yeah, it gets my juices flowing (laughs) when I get that call.
0: Yeah. Because here's the thing, you're running a relay race, you're carrying the baton for your clients and you're running your ass off. And when you hand that baton off to a lender, you need to know that they're going to take it all the way to the finish line. You need a partner, not a vendor. And so when I Ooh. I talk to people at Realtors and they like, yeah, I refer three vendors. I'm like, gag, you don't, mm, I'm not a vendor. I'm a partner. I'm a partner with you. And you need a lender who's a partner that's going to go to bat for you and is going to fight for your clients to get under contract. So you should
1: to- make what, you know, those little love, love signs, you should make one that says partner, not vendor.
0: <laughs> Just put it up <laughs> the front desk. Partner, <laughs> not vendor. Gross. I am not your vendor. <laughs> I worked too hard to be at this to, 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 to be a vendor. So, okay. So some things that l- your lender should be doing to help you as a realtor win your contracts. I mean, unfortunately we compare to the big box online lenders. Good Lord, they get, they get hammered on this podcast, but we know we do a better job. So what would an online mortgage company do for you? If your client was getting a pre-qual letter, it's going to be a canned pre-qual letter that is, and they're never going to call. They're never going to support you. They may never answer their phone. I mean, you might end up in a call center so our first house we bought when we moved to Portland,
1: we went with the online thing. We we're young and stupid, didn't know what we were doing, 23. And I would never do it again. We didn't know if we were going to close until the day before closing. Yeah. And he would never called us back. So, no, and we ended up, so we did end up going with somebody local. They got it done in three weeks. It was really, really fast. But he ended up calling us the day before closing say, hey, your loan's ready to go. But I've called you probably fifteen times, never yeah. heard back from you. That's scary. Yeah, and then suddenly our loan's ready to go, and I hadn't signed one piece of
0: paperwork with him or anything. Oh, that's it was illegal.
1: Most, it was the craziest <laughs> experience I've ever had, and I was—I learned my lesson very quickly to never go with the
0: yeah uh, online. So these are the things that we do uh, in order to make sure that your offer is accepted. Number one, we have a reputation. Your lender should have a reputation in your market. Your listing agent should know the name of your lender. They should know them well and they should have an experience with them. And I'll tell you, realtors are going to remember the bad experiences. So if you have a bad experience, they're going to tell all their friends. So they need to be making sure that the product that you're putting out there is quality. You're closing on time. You're communicating and all the things that you need to be doing. So reputation does matter. There's one
1: local lender that anytime you see them and every (laughs) realtor feels the same way, when you see that prequel letter from that company... Everyone. oh, no,
0: not going to no. close on time on this and one. And <laughs> no. And that's sad. And it that's is. sad because, you know, I, I think that there are good people out there, but it you know, you have to make sure that your process and your quality is consistent and that if somebody does throw you a deal, that you're able to take it to the finish line on time and well. There's nothing better than getting an
1: offer when I see one of my favorite lenders, it's someone that I've seen get work done over and over again, close yeah. on time and communicates and you get that with it. And that's one of the first things I tell my sellers. Yeah. I'm like, I trust this
0: lender. Yep, yep, yep. This lender knows what they're doing. So reputation does matter. Being local does matter. So things that your lender should be doing for you. A true approval. I mean, that's a full TBD underwrite. What does that cost your lender? Money. Lots of lenders are not doing it because they don't want to spend the money. And you know, it's time. It's people time. You know, I mean, you're going to have, you're going to have a processor, you're going to have, you're going to have maybe a a loan partner that's gathering documents and getting a full submission into underwriting before you have a property and it costs you money. But the difference between what that, what that letter looks like with a true approval versus just a pre-qualification is massive. And uh, your lender should be doing that for you. It shouldn't cost your people any extra money to do that. I love, love our true approval product because Number one, when they do go under contract, we've done all the hard work. All we have to do is add an appraisal and a title and it's pretty damn simple. The other thing is, is that we back our true approval with a $5,000 lender guarantee to close on time. And that means that we are putting our money where our mouth is when we say that when we're true approved, we are true approved and we're going to guarantee that we close on time. And if we didn't, uh, it would be $2,500 to the seller, $2,500 to the buyer. Sorry for our, you know, whatever. But it's set up, it's set up to make sure that, I mean, that's never going to end up having to be paid out because we don't drop the ball, you know, and it's, we have to, now we have designated underwriters that are set up for that. We have designated closers that are set up for that. So any files that come through that way, everyone knows it's a fire drill to get it done on time.
1: That is so exciting. I can't tell you how many dominoes I have right now. This this has to sell for this to sell, for this to sell, for this to sell. Luckily, everyone's kind of locked in and everything's looking really good. But knowing if one lender drops the ball, that whole thing is delayed or it's going to be a a
0: nightmare. So that $5,000 is huge. Can you imagine if lenders had accountability?
1: Exactly. (laughs) I mean, right? I mean, I'll usually just get, oh, sorry, we're behind. It's underwriting. Things are slowed down.
0: And that's all all you can do about it. You know, uh, when I was at the, again, at the GRI event that I was at, um, there were, we was talking about the $5,000 guarantee. And there were realtors that were saying they have lenders that that have flat out told them those are your dates they're not mine, I don't have to comply to that contract it's not my contract. I'm Ah. like, I'm like people say that. Yes, they do, they do. So yeah, so I mean, there's and maybe then if you act like that, maybe you are a vendor. I I understand
1: (laughs) totally. I understand what they're saying. Like if someone gives writes up a random buy sell and says 15 day close with financing, one that realtor is incompetent. Without We've talking that. to the lender. I yeah. believe it. I yeah. believe it. Mm-hmm. But if you can't do it, then if for some reason... You need to say something, Exactly. Say it right. in the first day or two and the then first we can yeah. do an amendment or whatever we have to do to keep it, keep yeah. it all
0: rolling. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the first things that we look at, look at when we get a contract is what's the closing date? And if it's not something that we feel like we can carry through, we're calling everybody and saying, hey, I need an either an extension on this or we're going to have to do this something some way different. Because and we close a condo in eight days. How? We hustled it. <laughs> <laughs> we hustled it. I mean, it had to get done. And, and Did you just have to do like a broker's price opinion on it? or No, nope. we got an appraisal, paid money for it. Get yourself out of town. No, <laughs> get your <yourself laughs> out of town. We paid money for it. I mean, that's what I mean. I mean, you have to have a lender that's willing to do that. And, and you know, we didn't, I mean, it was the, the relationship though that I built with the realtor and in response to that is the most important thing to me. Because, you know, she knows, she, she knows, and she sends stuff every single week. We're hearing something from her because of that sort of situation. Now we tell people this is not the norm. So don't start writing eight day contracts for right. us. But in the event, like we have done, we've done some amazing things.
1: That is so impressive. Okay. Talk to me. What else? Do you-
0: um, so your lender should be calling the listing agent when you, uh, when your buyer makes an offer on a property to sell the strength of your financing on the offer.
1: Yes. Yes. I was just talking about that. It makes me feel so much more comfortable. Like, wow. Yeah. I'm so impressed. Again, it rarely, rarely happens, but when it does, it makes me really excited. Oh, wow. These people, one, it makes me feel like the buyers want it more. Yeah. And whether they do or not, I don't really know, but it's like, wow, the buyers are on top of it, whether they are or not. Yeah. It just makes the whole process look like oh this is going to happen yeah. they're on top of it they know what they want
0: right and, and the lender's it. not calling and saying this is their credit score this is no. how much money they have in the bank it is just simply hey this is a great file i wish they all looked like this there's no issues i don't see it i mean they've gone through the true approval process oh my gosh that's huge yes. and then i i dive right into it's super deep in the difference between true approval and pre-qualification and let the li- listing agent know all about that and how great it is, and we have a $5,000 guarantee. Like, wouldn't you want somebody else also selling? That's so important. And, you know, shoot, we only get paid when we close loans, so I'm 100% interested in helping realtors be able to get under contract it was a funny question that we had is that, you know, what area of the state do we serve? We serve all the corners of the state. So, and in several other surrounding states. So if you guys are interested in this and your clients having a true approval and having a lender call, definitely give our office a call. Being able to remove the appraisal contingency, wouldn't that be nice to know up front, even if you hadn't had uh, financing? Yep. Are you seeing that? Because we're writing up a lot of offers that way. Are you seeing that? So we got to have a lot of details. Yes. Yeah. So it's going to have to be a true approved client because if their assets drop, um, so they don't have as much money in the bank as they said they did, that can that can make us lose our uh, property inspection waiver or no appraisal. We call it a PIW. That can make us lose. So there has to be somebody who's true approved. Then we have to know the property address. We trigger the file, run it through AUS, our automated underwriting system. If we get a property inspection waiver, then we'll let you guys know that you can write their offer with an, out, an appraisal contingency. But it needs to be a true approved buyer. So you guys as realtors, you have the most influence over your clients. So expecting them, telling them that they need it, that this market is hard. They need to do the extra step to do the true approval with their lender. And, you know, the true approval term is something that's my office. You're going to have to ask your other lenders, you know, if they can, you know, what they do or if they do it at all. But that's what we call it because I wanted it to be different than just, you know, two pre, pre pre-qualification and pre-approval. We call it a true approval.
1: Yeah. Some of my good friends that worked with you, they did that and they were asking me about it. I'm like, absolutely. Yeah. We we got pretty lucky. We only had to write three or four offers, which is... Yeah, that's pretty lucky. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But having that, it also made them more confident. It also helped them kind of understand the process a little bit more. And by the time we were under contract, they had a big chunk of their work done.
0: Oh, huge.
1: And it really, it made that easier. And we did a quick, super quick close. I think we did a 25-day close with them. Yeah, And yeah, they loved that process with you.
0: Yeah, And, and I mean, you have enough drama going on in your world once you get under contract on a property that like getting bank statements and copies of deposits and things that we have to have, you know, copies of divorce decrees and things like that. There's just take a little bit of time to gather. And then when you're underneath that crunch of a contract and trying to move, it can make it really difficult. So doing that true approval upfront is really a big deal. The other thing that your uh, lender should be doing for you to help you is having strategies already set in place for what happens if an appraisal comes in short. Like that conversation needs to be happening all the time. That that if especially if your if your buyers are offering over and above what listing price is there's a solid chance that your appraisal could come in short because you guys are good realtors out there you're pricing your properties compared to what the the comparable properties that you've seen sell like you're already doing that so you've already done the legwork so you know what the appraiser is going to be looking at so if you're buying a house for seventy five grand more than what you what you listed it for what it was listed for there's a good chance it's going to come in short and you're going to have to come up with a strategy in order to solve that appraisal shortage yep that's
1: really i guess what we're doing with more with our offers is we're writing it because like you said most of the agents are intelligent they know what they're doing they priced yeah. it where they can see the comps but the market continues, continues to go up so we have to go above asking on it yeah the best buyers, they will say that has to appraise for purchase price
0: mm-hmm. and... For listing
1: price. Or for list price, sorry. Mm-hmm. And then they have to come up with a difference. Yeah. And if we have those buyers, that's game changer. And so we really, mm-hmm. really try to educate them on that if that's a,
0: an option for them. Yeah. Because and and, if, if it does come in short and you don't have a lender that has a strategy on what to do, I mean, if you, you have to put at least 10% down on a primary residence in order to solve the um, the appraisal uh, shortage. So, you know, we can take them up to 95% uh, LTV as as long as they qualify for it. So we just have to have a game plan, especially if you're bidding above. But like the old way of just like blasting out a, a random pre-qualification letter with our interest rate environment changing so much and you guys having to bid all the time, like the conversation needs to be going constantly. Yep. And so it cannot just be some portal with some 1-800 number. Right. Uh, uh, so painful for people. I feel so bad.
1: I know. And it's so easy to get sucked in because like I was talking about my first experience. We got sucked into what looked like a super low interest rate. Yeah. And then we didn't even know if we were gonna close. We were had our moving van driving to Portland and I got the call on the drive that this guy was gonna close the loan. Too late. I had Yeah. yeah, it was absolutely Crazy. And, uh, but I get how they get sucked in and that is the realtor's job to educate them on that.
0: Yeah. And it's also the realtor's job to, to explain to buyers what it is that they're looking for in a lender. It's not the lowest rate. Exactly. That is not the, that is not the advice that realtors should be giving about lenders. If you are always going to be, if you're going to tell them to go get the Walmart rate, you're going to get Walmart service you know like that's what you're going to get because it costs money to operate teams it costs money to to have to fa- have fast underwriting all of this is i mean we can be very very competitive when it comes to interest rates and fees but it's not about the cheapest rate and fee and that is that is really really p- pivotal right now and for truly people and
1: same with um with realtors yes you can get a li- limited service listing and just to put it on the mls But you will get racked with that. And it is so, you get what you pay for.
0: Yeah, you get what you pay for. And, you know, telling a buyer to go shop the cheapest lender who will give you the cheapest rate. Number one, these lenders aren't bound to their rates until they're locked in. So they could tell you the interest rates are still three and a quarter. And you'd be like, wow, (laughs) this guy's got the cheapest rate. And then when it comes, the day comes to lock and they're like, shoot, you know, interest rates have really gone up. And then you're stuck with this guy because you've done all these things. And a lot of them will wait until the very last, the 11th hour to get you locked in and you're stuck so it doesn't really matter what somebody just says their rate is one day it's the matter it matters what the rate is on the day that you actually need to lock it matters who you're working with and that they're going to get you the closing table on time so you don't lose your earnest money
1: exactly exactly
0: because why would a seller extend in this market
1: because the market keeps going up it's yeah. worth it for them to put it back on Sometimes it is why would they yeah. extend they, they don't have time to
0: mess around with bad lot lenders i was
1: talking about we had to close by friday there's issues with their, because they're retired and so on and so forth that they couldn't get the financing. So they had to borrow from uh, family members to get this deal done. Mm. I know it breaks my heart. What if you didn't have
0: that, a family member to do that? Right. Would they lose the earnest money in that situation? Yep. Oh yep. girl.
1: But we're under contract on their place and this the timing's off a little bit, but not having the lender to get that done is, it makes it really, really hard. That's
0: really tough. I know,
1: but our seller on their lot so no, I'm not going to extend it even a day. He's like, I no. can get 20 grand more than when we were under contract.
0: No, they're not playing. Exactly. They're not playing. So yep. you need to know that when you that the person that you're working with, the lender you're working with is going to take it to the finish line on time. And um, that's and you and, and not just that, but actually gonna help you be able to get under contract. Yeah. So, anyways, well, thanks for talking about this stuff. I'm super passionate yes. about it, constantly working on things to help realtors. Um, we're your partner, not your vendor. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us today. Tune in next week for another episode of Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate.